I'm ready, mommy. Ready yeah. in Chamesh. Arba, Shalosh, Shtayim. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at podcast! With Christina P. All right, homies, homie, don't you know me's? Guess what I'm doing? I'm doing stand-up comedy, bitch, in Cleveland, Ohio, at Hilarities, August 12th and 13th, and then Minneapolis Tits, August 26th and 27th at Acme Comedy Club, and then one night only, Brooklyn at the Bell House. I'm sorry, I know I keep touching this, and I'm sorry, it just, okay. <laughs> Nashville, Tennessee. October 6th and 7th and 8th, I think. And then uh, back to Jew Dork Titties at Caroline's. I, I added some other dates as well. And then Fart Lauderdale in December. Christina P. Online.com for tickets. Wow. Last time my friend Jenny was here and that was a blast. She is um, in a car with f- all her kids, four of her five kids, and they're driving around and I'm wishing them well because that sounds fucking horrible. Um, oh, also, have you guys seen my new lipstick brand? I developed a lipstick because I love red lipstick and I just could never find the perfect brand. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to find it. I'm going to make it. So I made it with this really famous atelier company. Um, they're Italian. And I took months and months to develop it. The right formula, the right feel, the right color. Christina P's Perfect Red Lipstick. Find it on my website, Christina P. Oh, no. Yeah. ChristinaPOnline.com. Also, YMH Studios. There's a link there as well. Buy it online. Try it out. It's like, it's the fucking best. Because everyone's like, what shade of red are you wearing? And I'm always like, eh. It's always a different brand. So this is this is it. Buy this. And you'll wear what I'm wearing. This is what I wear. Um... Yeah, there you go. I love a red lip. I feel like, uh, you know, that's what those fucking French broads know, that when you put on a red lip, it makes you look special. That's what they do. They, uh, oh shit, I'm about to get faded. Here we go. Man, these make me angry. Diet Cokes make you angry? Don't they make you angry? No. I feel like... uh, They got some bite, you know? mm, I feel like these are Zima, like a... Zima used to make me get mean too. Uh, there's some in that like phenylalanol. Oh, phenylalanine. Mm-hmm. I remember my dad. Makes you crazy. He saw it. He's just like, it gives you cancer. It gives you cancer. You like cancer, you drink the phenylalanine. You know, this is once in a lifetime. I don't drink these very often, but today I feel like it. Well, they were taking fenfen in the 90s, and that made you lose a lot of weight, and that gave people cancer, I think, too, right? Fenfen. Okay. Anyway. Ah, cancer. Oh, cancer. I was watching uh, TikToks the other day, and um, I got to this one about ska music, which I love ska music. And I remember someone telling me, like, oh, ska is lame. Is that true? Is ska music lame? Uh, I feel like it's high school music, you know, because I was in I was into some ska bands in high well, school. Well, which never... ones were you into? Because I'm talking the real, like... Like anyone on like drive through records, like uh, there was Real Big Fish. There was, I mean, RX Bandits back when they were Scott, but they're not anymore. They're kind of genreless. Um, <laughs> <they're, laughs> uh, who else? I mean, there was fucking. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about real, like Real the Big a- Fish was the Scott. 80s. No, I'm talking like the first wave of like, like the specials. I think I caught the second wave of ska. Oh yeah, those are dorks. Like those guys, like the boss tones, and I don't like that. Also in like the nineties, eighties. What the beginning of it? Like the type of ska that the mighty boss tones, like Uh, that kind of stuff. That's not. I'm talking like the eighties. I'm talking like the specials. Yeah, no, I like that. Like rude boys. I like all that stuff. Sublime. Rude boys. No. Don't you fucking say that band. Sublime. Is that summertime and the living's easy? Hell yeah, dude. Well, no, no, rocking in the wilderness. They changed the words to that or they changed the licensing on it. So now it's called something else. Look it up. Oh, yeah, Sublime with 
Summertime, the you mean, ribbon's easy. You mean like the, the new name guy- of the song is changed. Oh. It's like called, they had to rename it, I bet, for licensing or something. Because I remember singing in a car and I'm like, this, this song used to be called. Oh, Doing Time? Mm-hmm. That's now what it, they changed it to? Yeah, now it's called Doing Time. And I'm like, I thought it was always, I thought it used to be Summertime. But When I was in high school, I painted that song <laughs> with a mushroom on it. Of course you did. That's like your introduction to cool spiritual stuff where you're like, I'm weird. I like stuff. I think I like weird. I think I'm going to be a weird person. Yeah, you're like, I think I like black light stuff. Yeah, I was so into black light stuff too. I would have done that 100%. I was big into that into like anything that the Dead Kennedys, like their artwork I really loved because it was actually done by some cool hippie art artist. Remember when like oh, when like you were a kid Kennedys. and like the activity – like that you did with your friend was like, oh, let's actively listen to this album. I know. <laughs> That's what Jenny and I would do. Like, let's yeah. just go sit in the room and listen to The Cure. And then we would listen to um, Staring Staring at the Sea, which had the song Killing an Arab. Or, sta- yeah, Staring at the Sea, Standing on a Beach. Uh, anyway, the song Killing an Arab was on there. And I remember it had a warning sticker because it said Killing an Arab. But it wasn't really... About Killing an Arab was about the, the book The Stranger by Camus, whatever. Oh, yeah. I remember my cool. first parental advisory. <laughs> yeah. Slim Shady LP. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I got used to those. <laughs> and then when I heard the non-radio edit version, I was just like, boy, they, these guys say fuck weird. Mm. <laughs> I got the uh, the Adam Sandler CD taken away from me when oh. I was nine years old because I, I said to my grandma, it sucks royal dick oh. at nine years old. Pretty funny. <laughs> Dude, my kids say that now with six and three. And they say like, it That's sucks royal dick? Not royal dick, but they'd be like, that sucks dick. And I'd be like, uh, I think sucks. You can stop it. Sucks. It sucks dicks, but they don't understand that what a suck a dick is. How do you teach? How do you teach that out of them? You don't like look. They're the children of two comedians. They're, they've heard everything inappropriate already. Like it's not. It's not gonna happen. But I do just give them like, hey, don't say that shit in public. You know, just and, don't say it at school. That's and do all. they listen to that? Mm-hmm. My kids do not do anything at school bad because I'm friends with Ellis's kindergarten teacher. So she'll tell me. She'll be like, I'm not friends, but you know, we talk. Yeah, she's like he's he's an angel at school. I'm like, cool, because he's a monster at home, and I think that's the sign. <laughs> that's how you know you're doing it right, because <laughs> the, the kids are fucked up at at home, and then when they go to school, they hold it together so that when they come home, they fall apart, and it's supposed to be a safe place for them to fall apart. I don't fucking know. That's what they say. <laughs> they them them they zimzer zimzars. That is wild, dude. We Nadav forwarded me an email today from a, a real person out in the real world, and they had the um, the their pronouns in the greeting. Yeah, and dude. Very jarred. It's kind of like a corporate thing. Like I feel like if you <laughs> work for a corporate company, like I mean, I have siblings that work for corporate companies, and yeah. they're like it's mandatory for us to put that in our. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny to me. Oh my god. That is so funny. Christina, we should fucking do that. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was I actually when I wrote you back, I was like, dude, this guy's pronouns are in his fucking email. I was gonna be like, new rule, mandatory, all YMH employees have to pick their pronouns. But you know we're assholes and it's all gonna be like Urs Purs Cause Dracula, Dracula. And Why then, is that wrong? Because then you're gonna send that? an email to somebody at like Sirius and it's like, my pronouns are fuck your asshole and suck my butt. And internally, that's fine. Oh, yeah. You know what? But externally. Yeah. It it trickles out. Because right now, I do uh, have the signature on my personal email that's like from your mom's house. Everything I send is from your mom's house. So for years, like a decade. (laughs) But then once I started um, emailing like my children's teachers and stuff, and they're like, sent from your mom's house. That's hilarious. I'm like, oh, no. I better start a whole new account with none of these things. Right? Yeah, there's a, I remember like you would do little things that would make you laugh, like when you were younger, and then yeah. like you get older and you're like, oh shit, that's still set to that? Like, I remember <laughs> my <laughs> Facebook, uh, like yeah. they used oh, to yeah. give you a limit on like if you could change your name or not. Yeah. And it took me forever to figure out a spelling of the nickname that I wanted 
for them. To, oh, right, right, right. So I uh, like on Facebook, my name was Naughty Nadavi. <laughs> no. And I didn't even think about it. And then like I went out into the <laughs> real world after college. Yeah. And they're like, we're starting like a Facebook group so that we could all stay like like a writing class or something. Oh. And everyone was like, yeah, we added everyone. Nadavi, we couldn't find you. I was like, oh, oh. Oh, it's because you didn't search for the right thing. Like, what is it? And I had to say naughty Nadavi <laughs> out loud. And then I'd be like, but misspelled ending in IE instead of Y, because that was the only way I could get Facebook to accept it you five years before. Idiot. <laughs> so embarrassing. Yeah. It's back to normal now. Yeah, of course. Of course. Dude, I had the dumbest Yahoo account. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, I think I was going, oh, yeah, I remember this. So, because I, yeah, it was the first time I had my first email account. And, like, you know what? I didn't want to put my real name in there. Right. So, I, I think I put my name as Shellac Harnsburn. <laughs> what? That was my name in the thing. So, whenever you got an email from me, it was Shellac Harnsburn. <laughs> and then the email itself was so dumb. It was Luscious Booty at Yahoo. Because I think Luscious Jackson was really popular. And, like, I'm not horned up i don't even know why i chose that and i remember my stepdad being like okay i have to send you this email and he's like should i send it to luscious booty <laughs> and i was like ew you know that about me Ugh, god i had some pretty horrible emails too mine was yeah. hot pants hot pants <laughs> and the name was steve smith <laughs> Why were we? I love how we're trying to conceal our identities in the beginning. Yeah. Like they know, they know everything about you now. Like what you masturbate to, what you bought yesterday, what you search for. It doesn't matter. Mine was milfman one two seven at hotmail.com Yeah, hotmail. Yeah, really. Dating hotmail. Me. Which hotmail. one's lamer, hotmail or Yahoo? God. Uh, oh my brother! My brother got a fucking killer one that he forgot yeah. the password to. Yeah, I forgot. He, all he got Yahoo at Gmail at Hotmail. Oh, <laughs> that's good. That's really good. That's so smart. Don't you wish you could go back in time and buy up all the URLs like when you knew? Yeah, I mean, I'm still sitting on papayahotsauce.com just <laughs> trying to find a buyer for it. I've been sitting on it for like 15 years. <laughs> Papaya hot sauce. I remember when, um, remember Johnny Pemberton was like, oh, reggae.com. I bought it for like $10,000 or something. That's so funny. Well, yeah, sometimes like that you see so domains funny. and you're just like, man, that's a killer fucking domain. They have clothing.com. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We should have just done all that. Well, we still own judorktitties.com. So. Oh, thank God. Yeah, can, you know, it's like we still got good real estate, Christine. That's what I'm trying to tell you. titties and like fart mistress too. Don't mm -hmm. we have fart mistress? I think mistress? we still have that too, yeah. Yeah, there's a few dumb ones I've bought over the years, but it's all so fun. What a fun. But now the metaverse is next. Like, do we have to buy real estate in the metaverse to stay to. ahead? Yeah. So what do we have to buy? Like a fake building or what are we buying? Yeah, I think you buy like a <laughs> like a, a digital plot of land and then <laughs> you could just like put signs and stuff on it. So we just, I mean, it'd be funny if we just started buying plots of land in the metaverse and just put dilapidated <laughs> buildings on it. <laughs> Build like homeless shelters yeah. and be like, here you go, asshole. You just make fucked it, up your neighborhood. Make it undesirable. Yeah. Just fucking up the metaverse. <laughs> you thought you gentrified this shit? You're wrong. So yeah, we just have like. Welcome to Detroit. Streetwalkers just like <laughs> shoulder to shoulder on one of the plots. <laughs> oh, this doesn't look good on camera, does it? <laughs> I think it's all right. I got my dog socks on today. Um, Ooh, what dog socks? Bitsy. <laughs> it's my Brussels Griffon. <laughs> Brussels. But uh, yeah. sock game on point. Always, homie. I love Ela Klein. She she does Teddy Fresh. That's my friend Ela. She sends me all the Teddy Fresh socks, and I wear those too. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. So yesterday I went to the fucking DMV to register a car we have in Texas, and it took three hours. I waited for three hours before they helped me, and I wouldn't have been mad, but they were super nice. The workers are all nice, and they're very very helpful. But it did take forever and um i tried not to be on my phone the entire time just remember what it was like to be a human you know where you're like remember back in the day when you just wait somewhere and just look at people and um it was pretty cool like i uh i met a mommy there so shout out to katie hello i talked to her for a while and then i met another guy across from me who's gonna he's indian but he's gonna marry a white girl he's really into her <laughs> 
That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like I found out his life story. He's a stock trader. Um, he thinks we're already in the recession, not that we're gonna be. And um he also ordered a Chipotle to the DMV, which I thought was amazing because he's Whoa. like, I'm starving. It was so you rad. You can do that? You can do If they make you fucking wait for three hours, you should be able to order fucking Postmates or whatever. <sighs> what a yeah. fucking move. What a G, right? That's why I started talking to him. I'm like, that's what's up, homie. I respect, mad respect. And he ate his Chipotle bowl like right there. <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude. Because like I brought a sandwich because I suspected it was going to be a long day. Because I was like, I don't want my food smells to bother other people. But this fool straight up went Chipotle, which might be the smelliest fast, you know, food. Mexicans are smelly, very smelly. Yep, yep. So it I was like, that is a bold proposition, son, to eat your Chipotle bowl uh, in front of everybody at the DMV. But he did. He was a nice kid. That's crazy. I remember like from <clears throat> yeah. like I like it's still a highlight in my mind that time that I figured out that In-N-Out was across from a D DMV next to me. Oh, wow. And I planned out like a lot. I was just like, ooh, I'm going to get my number. Oh. I'm going to go get some French fries across the street and then yeah. come back just in time. And it worked out just like oh. that. I still fondly remember that. That's a good <laughs> it's day. A fond memory. Do you remember which DMV in L.A.? Mm-hmm. Uh, the one in Hollywood, I think. Ah, uh-huh, uh-huh, Yeah, right across from In-N-Out. Which, uh, <laughs> I know exactly which <laughs> yeah. one you're talking about. I did my driver's test at the Van on Sherman Way in Van Nuys. Oh, yeah. Is that, like, that was a good one. Because everyone had, when you went to high school, you're yep. like, I'll go to this DMV. They have yes. an easy test. Ours yes. was Glendale. Glendale? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I heard Glendale was good, too. Mm -hmm. Glendale's real good. Van Nuys, I heard they were, they were easy. Yeah. So I was like, I'll go to Van Nuys, yeah. I remember I went to driving school one time because uh -huh. like, I, I think I ran a stop sign in high school, and they're like, go to driving school, and you could get it expunged. Mm. And, like, it was just me and one other person there. Oh, God. And, like, the other person was talking to, like, the guy that was running the driving school. And, like, after five minutes, that person just left from the <laughs> front door. I'm like, oh, that looked like they were getting ready to gear up for a full day, like I am. And then the guy comes up to me. He's like, all right, listen, homie. You could either stay here and watch, like, eight hours of videos. Oh, my God. Or you can give me, like, 100 bucks. Perfect. And we could both, I could just write you a note that says you were here. Amazing. And so I was already stoned out of my mind preparing <laughs> for eight hours of like red asphalt or whatever they showed you. Oh, no. And so I was like, oh, I don't have it on me. Hold on one second. And, and like I look and I had like 80 bucks on oh. me. I was like, let me go home real quick and get you the red. He's like, all right, dude, we're like 80 is fine. I'm like, no, 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 I'm going to get it to you. So I go home, I get another 20 bucks. And I come home or I go to the DMV. And then I just give him the 20 thinking I already gave him my 80 bucks. Yeah. And so I give him the 20. He's like, did you already give me the, I'm like, uh-huh. My pockets are empty. And he's like, all right. And he writes me the thing I get, and I get home and I'm so stunned. I dig in my pockets and I find the other 80 bucks. Wow. So I shortchanged a bribe. <laughs> wow. You got lucky that he had a bad memory. Was he stoned too? We must have both been the same kind of stone. Yeah. Because I didn't remember giving it to him and he didn't remember getting it. That's such an L.A. story too. Like some shitty con artist. Guy. Like, got so L.A. Like a 16-year-old and I didn't even do it on purpose. It's so L.A. You know, like you take their, like if you ever have to do, you can do it online and then you just fast forward through all that stupid shit and then you just take the quiz at the end and like Google all the answers if you don't know them. Oh, I didn't even realize that you could Google. Oh, afterwards. yeah. I just have a window, like have another window open and then. Because I remember, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to not pay attention. And the first time that they quiz you on the first chapter, I'm like, I don't know any of these answers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just Google the answer. Such a joke. What a Oops. farce. But well, yeah, all right. So you're at the DMV. So anyway, yeah. I mean, nothing truly eventful. I made a great TikTok. But um, it did take a while. Oh, and I saw the uh, Zimzer working behind the counter. Like a legit, it was so crazy, dude. A total Zimzer. And they were young, so they were like in their 20s working at the DMV. So at first I was like, oh, that's kind of sad. Like, don't give up on your dreams yet, homie. Like, oh, when you, you see someone too young in there? Too young to work. <laughs> like, I think 20 to 20, in your 20s, like, you should not be working at the DMV. Unless he's got a band at night or some shit. But, but I was looking at him when I was like, oh, it's so cool. Like, that generation is like, they're just so whatever. Like, I'm, I'm not a girl, I'm not a guy, and fuck you, you don't ask me what I, you know? Like, 
I, I was so hoping I would get him, but I I didn't. I got like some fat uh, lesbian, but she was very helpful too. Um, but I felt very energy drained. Like you know, when you get home and you just dwell, you sit in those low frequency places. I had to drink. I had to drink tequila to get over the feeling, the sadness of the DMV. I'm sorry to hear that, Gene. Yeah, I feel I felt angry and betrayed by God because I'd wasted a day at a low frequency place like that. Like I was more upset that I had lost a day of my life. You know, we were just mm-hmm. like, that's what I fucking did today. Oh. All I did was errands? That's bullshit. It is bullshit. Yeah, I got my, oh, dental update. I got my new crown put in. Very exciting. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yep. So my face was numb for like, you know, half a day. That was cool. That's kind of cool. Did you accidentally bite the shit out of the inside of your cheeks? No, because I've learned the hard way. I've learned to just abstain. Like, don't eat. Don't move around. What's wait self-control? until I shit up. Listen, I've got one, two crowns. Now three, <laughs> two veneers. I've had it all. Braces. And I've learned the, the fucking hard way. But I hate when they try to talk to you while you're in the dental chair. And you're like, bitch, I can't answer you right now. My fucking mouth is open. Oh, anyway, yeah. and they're like, uh, uh. like, what are you going to do this summer? And you're like, uh, fucking. <laughs> you do the thing where you're like, like I don't oh, hold on. Know. Let me get the spit out. So you like close your lips around the <gasps> oh, suction thing. Oh, it's so like, embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't like that thing. I hate when they do that to you. And they're like, no, close your lips. I'm like, no, you fucking close your lips. Why don't you just suction the spit? Don't make yeah. me do your job, bitch. Like, hey, do you fucking floss back here? It's like, hey, how about you fucking clean yeah. my teeth? Why don't you floss my nuts? Do they say that to you? What are your, what's your grades? Are you flossing yet? Uh, Yeah, I, I see, but I'm only flossing like after meals if I feel something. Mm. Like I don't, it's not like a routine thing in the morning. It's like a as needed type thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I bet you Chad flosses. I have zero cavities, Christina. I know, I know. Sometimes it's not correlated. Because I have... Very overactive saliva glands. I'm going to throw up. As needed. It, <laughs> it's needed every day. Thank you, Chad. Yeah, as, yeah every Thank day you, you eat and it gets in between. So then if you feel something, then as needed, you get it out. Mm-hmm. Chris, are, how often are you flossing? Uh, I almost never floss. And I wow. have never had a cavity. So wow. Uh, suck my dick. Wow. <laughs> Did you hear that? He's I'm so spicy. Texas cavity either. Texas Chris. Really? Like, yeah. So it sounds like you've been wasting your time flossing. <gasps> no, because I, I won't. I won't get receding <laughs> gums or bleedy gums, and it's for your heart health too, because germs get into your gums apparently. What? <laughs> if you don't floss, you bacteria <laughs> goes into your heart. And you die of a heart attack. Go ahead and Google it and adopt benefits of flossing. Gingivitis. I'm preventing that as well. No, because it gets all red and bleedy around your teeth if you don't clean the bacteria out. Prevents tartar buildup. Tartar, 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 tartar. Prevents bad breath. More tartar. Than alone prevents gum disease. Yeah, gum disease. Gosh, you guys. It also feels nice afterwards, not having shit between your teeth. Yeah, you don't want shit between oh, yeah. your teeth. Okay, so you just need to feel good all the time, Chad. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to. He's so hedonistic. Must be nice. <laughs> On that hedonic don't treadmill. Get shit stuck in your teeth, and you're fine. Wow. Listen, Chris, <laughs> Texas Chris is a whole new guy. I feel like you've really spread your wings, Chris. You've really got your swag on, and I'm loving this guy. I feel it. I'm liking this guy. He's he's branched out. He's he's out there. Um, I'm just, you know, just not, I'm done with your shit. It's all. Wow. All. <laughs> Christina's and shit or just shit in I general? I love it. Just shit in general, really. Mm. I'm not, it's not directed at Christina. So it's directed se. at the staff. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. He's a real piece of shit. <laughs> wow. Chrissy Feisty. I won't over. debate you on that one. I just have a real piece of shit. So I mean, even look at this. Look, look, yeah. look at this. Look how in focus he is. Look how out of focus we are. This is ah! I'm just, that's not I'm just making accident. sure that people see what they want to see, which is <laughs> You got to admit, though, Christina, this version's so much better. So much better. Like, I, f- I feel that so much more exciting because, Chris, you were hiding. You were hiding, and now yourself is out there. And what do you think gave you this new swag? Um... I don't know. Maybe it's just uh, a new city kind of does that to you. A person, I think, it's just kind of rein- you. I feel like you reinvent yourself every time you move, really, because mm, you true. just kind of you disconnect from previous attachments. Um, and so the 
idea of yourself you've kind of built up kind of dissipates as yeah. you move to a new city because no one knows you the, the yeah. person you are yet. That's so true. I guess you seem more confident here. You seem happier and scrappier. Definitely scrappier. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other stuff will come along. Once we find you a lady, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. That would be nice one day. One I would love day. to have that in my future. And I need to... I need to what? <laughs> what? He accidentally muted his mic. Go ahead, Chris. Finish that thought. No, I was just saying I need to switch to my fucking angle when I'm on me. That's all. <laughs> oh, he's spicy oh, to himself, too. Wow. That's kind of <laughs> You should see Chris when he's training people. Like, we have, you know, we brought Chad on to post-production, and, like, there's a new guy that's starting over here, and I'm hearing even from yeah. Chad, he's just like, man, Chris is just so assertive when he's yeah. training people. I love it. Y you know what it is? Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I thought I was about to have to talk shit again. <laughs> no, dude. I love. Wow. I, I told you, man, I've been Team Chris since the beginning. I'm always been team Chris. Wow. Sounds like you're Chad's shaking his head. It doesn't sound like you're accurately describing what he said. No, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he can be on your team. It's fine. He, oh, he yeah, is. he's shaking his head because I'm not, you know, I'm oh, team okay, Chris okay. over team yeah, Chad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I uh, thought you were going to say I was like hazing him or something. I think, you know what you're like, Chris Larson, is I used to have a dog, well, our first dog, FIFO. After he would take a shit, he would. <laughs> Kick his hind Already legs. <laughs> oh yeah, the scoot, right? <laughs> he would kick his legs and he would kick the dirt back as if to say, I took a shit, deal with it. I took this shit, deal with it. And that's what I'm feeling. I'm feeling like you're kicking the dirt back at us and you're like, yeah, you take that dirt, you fucking bitch. And I think why Chris didn't like me is because I didn't take the shit. I didn't Whoa. just sit there and yeah, throw the shit on me. I'll take that. I, I kind of flicked it back at him. Okay. Interesting. You guys need to be in therapy together <laughs> to deal with your relationship issues. <sighs> okay, let's do some follow-ups. God, how does this happen? We get so far. What's, hap What's happening? What's happening, hot stuff? Uh, all right, here's a follow-up. Hey, Mommy. This is Vanessa. I'm listening to your latest podcast. First of all, let me say thank you for the Louise Hay reference. Mm. I listened to her as well back in the day, and although it was corny, it did change my life. First of all, that's number one. Number two, the schmatza, okay? Mm. Uh, blowing the nose in the schmatza, in the T-shirt, you're not the first, and you won't be the last. But thank what you. the young man said about the shirt with the, po the chest pocket, right? Mm. What you need is a nice denim shirt. Mm. In the denim shirt pocket, tissues, little wrinkles, whatever you need, put that in the pocket. But yeah, we've all blown our nose in our dress, mommy. It's okay. Mm. Take care, mama. Love you. I love you, and I love, I love your voice because you're very. You're one of those old school East Coasters. I just love you. I bet you've lived in the same rent control building since 1985. And you're one of those women that fights back when the landlord changes things. He's not supposed to do that without consent of the community. I like you. And I should get a denim shirt with a pocket. And she said, Rickolas. She said, Rickolas. Now, she did also say something <coughs> else is that front denim pocket put tissues in there. Put tissues in there. So... She, even though she is allowing and agreeing with you that, you know, yeah. you could blow it, she's still saying, have some tissues to blow into. <sighs> I don't have that kind of time. And I don't like my tits looking stupid with tit pockets full of stuff. See, they're already there. And then you, that's why they don't put pockets on women's tits there because it just, no. Listen, I'm happy blowing my nose into my schmata. No, but I got an eight pack of travel tissues. Okay, next coming up. Participation trophies, my favorite topic. Hey, mommy, listening to blah, 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 my mom's out one before. Talking about the revelation that the problem with these participation trophies is the pity aspect. May I also say, from personal experience as a kid, it's as much pity as it is humiliation. Hmm. If you attend one of these events knowing full well you sucked the whole time and knowing the coaches or whatever thought so too, the audacity of them to pull you in front of the actual achievers and their parents for a shitty pity trophy was heinous. 
That's right, Mike from Seattle-ish. I agree. And I think if you've had this happen to you as a kid, you know the shit feeling. You're right. You know when you're not <clears throat> doing a good job. You know when you haven't done it well. And to fucking insist and to it's actually kind of gaslighting, I imagine, for a, a kid. You're like, no, no, I, I sucked at that, right? So you have two choices. You can either reinforce the, yeah, you sucked and have them feel bad or worse, whatever, or gaslight the thing and go, oh, no, you did it. You did great. <laughs> and we've all sucked at stuff. I've I've sucked at stand up many, many, many times. I've sucked at podcasting. I've sucked at everything. And like, okay, so you deal with it and you move on. So I agree. It robs them of the opportunity to feel bad about themselves and to correct it. Yeah, that, that is the problem. It's fucking embarrassing. Okay. I don't want to hear about elevators anymore. I don't want to hear that. White trash food. Some of my favorite white trash food is Nerve Breaker, McDonald's McDouble, and McChicken smashed together. Yep, that's called the Mc, uh, McGangbang, I think. <laughs> Hold on. What's a McDouble? That's that's beef? just like a double cheeseburger. And a McChicken smushed together. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's two patties of fake beef mm -hmm. and then a disgusting chicken. Okay. Salsa and sour cream mixed together for dip. Mm, that's a little vomity. Boiled hot dogs wrapped in cooked ramen. Okay. Okay, that's starch wrapped around a dog. Easy. Pop-Tarts dipped in sweet and sour sauce. That's fucking gross. Ew. I don't think so. I don't think so. <sighs> Thanks, Chris, for these suggestions. Here's some more white trash treats. I have a mother load of disgusting poor recipes, but my top faves in no particular order. Bologna with white bread dipped in canned cream corn. That sounds fucking good. No, it doesn't. That's can I tell you what Bologna I do? dipped yeah. in creamed corn? This is good. This is good. I'll tell you why. You know what I love doing? I get Torchy's tacos here. Uh -huh. And then on a real fat girl day, I'll get the queso with the chorizo inside the queso. And then I'll take the talk and just dip it in queso and do it. This is essentially what that is. Bologna with white bread. And then you dip it in canned cream corn. I get it. But he writes... All cold. I wouldn't do it cold. I would heat it up. Wait. So you're just <laughs> like. Sounds good. Oh, yeah. Take a. I, I get it. It's dipping a stiff thing into a liquid thing. Mm -hmm. And then the liquid thing makes it like a trace, a trace leche. You know what I mean? Like it. It's like. A, it's an au juice, if you will. An au juice. Is that what that yeah, is? Yeah, au juice. An yeah. au, ju au juice. What does au, au juice au mean? <laughs> au joie, is that what it is? Uh, au juice. What is it? What's an oju? Uh, it's just it's just like meat sauce. It's like, like when you cook up a steak or like any type of meat in the pan, and then yeah. there's like liquid left in the pan. That's oju. That's is it? Au, au it how are we saying it though, Chattels? Ouija. It's aujus. <laughs> I thought it was aju. Aju. Chris. Like French. Yeah, I, I think I pronounce it aju. Well, let's look it up. We have this device that allows us to know the truth. Aju. A U J U S. All right. That's okay. true. Okay. Look at Chris. He just kicked his dirt at you. He just kicked. That was Chad. That was. Oh, Chad. that was Chad. Oh, sorry. You well, guys are starting to sound yeah. alike. Chad's getting real comfortable. <laughs> Let's hear it. In English, this is generally said as "oju." That guy was so creepy. I didn't like that at all. I didn't like him. In English, it says generally that. Sounds like I was right though. Oh fuck. <laughs> Man, you are fire. Uh, I'm not even gonna. I don't want to look at you today. You've got all your. You've been lifting. Like, what are you doing? You I mean, taking tea home? Yeah. Again? Like, are you? Yeah. It's a little aggressive. Not just eating right and flexing my muscles. That's Dang. Fuck. Never soft, Chris. Just making up for those beta vibes. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Good for you. Good for you. No fucking betas here. No limp dicks. No fucking emo Batman. I'm in the Redland Skate Park, pussy! No. Nah, dude. No fucking crying superheroes in this place. This is a Maverick Zone only. I saw it, Larson. I saw you fucking... I looked over at Chris Larson. We were watching Maverick. 
And he had on his aviators and he was just ear to ear, like watching the scene. Like you loved Maverick. And I love that you were like, you had your hand over your heart. You were saying the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> I love it. I was happy. It made me happy. He's just saluting the entire <laughs> just time. Just saluting the flag. <laughs> took my hat off. And just <laughs> <laughs> the aviators on the whole time in the, the dark theater. The whole time. The whole time. And you saluted and you did it. Okay, here's some other nasty shit. This makes me laugh. This is good, too. This is this one. Tuna, noodles, peas, and ranch. Now, this person says all cold. I wouldn't go all cold. I would heat the tuna and the noodles and the peas and then keep the ranch cold, personally. This is not totally disastrous. Wait, hold on. I feel like... Uh, uh, what? <laughs> this is like potato salad without potatoes. But I feel like Chase O'Donnell described something close tuna to this. Her tuna melt. No, but she said that she would put tuna like in pasta sometimes oh. and would be like, ew, you nasty as shit. But now yeah. we're fl- kind of flipping the table and be like, mm. Wow, you have such good recall on like a food conversation we had. Well, because I remember good. thinking that was gross as shit too and siding with you. Yeah. And now I'm kind of feeling betrayed a little bit. Remember that time you got fat to get the vaccine early? How could I forget? That was the I'm best I'm still day. working my way back from it. Yeah. Yeah, it was... That was fun. Yeah, I really wish I knew that everyone else was going to get it like a week after all the fats <laughs> were going to get it, you know? Because then I just wouldn't have been a fat. I would have... Do you ever just have... I have a, like, a memory. It's like a Rolodex of fun times in my head that I... Sometimes I just rem- I remember good times. That's one of my time. fun times. Really? Mm-hmm. It's when you were like, fat for the vaccine yeah, was what, you, you were your like, fun time? yeah, because you were like, not the actual that bit, but you were just like, I have to get to my vaccine weight. Or you kept being like, I have to be morbidly obese. <laughs> I just think that's such a beautiful, like in the English language, those two words together are hilarious. Morbidly obese. You are so fat that it will cause death. Morbidity. I mean. Yeah, it's morbidly obese. You are, you are a problematic version of fat. Wow. Yeah. Well, what is the word like morbidly? It's a, it becomes. Will you Google the word morbid, meaning death? So you're you're deathly fat. <laughs> One is deathly fat. Characterized by or appealing to an abnormal <laughs> and unhealthy interest in disturbing and unpleasant <laughs> subjects, especially death and disease. Hey, that's me. Oh, so that's just like he's morbid. That someone is morbid oh, as an adjective. Or in terms of medicine, of the nature of an indicative uh, or indicative of disease. The yeah. treatment of morbid obesity was the <laughs> example. <that you> <laughs> What a what a just a be- it's a thing it's it's like it's like that scene in Donnie Darko where she's like the two most beautiful words in the English language cellar door I would think it's morbidly obese because <laughs> they really make me happy when they're together morbidly obese it is a funny combo it's gorgeous yeah, yeah it's just perfect yeah Nadav's been losing a lot of weight though no he looks, looks amazing great. no Nadav uh, listen oh, Texas right. has been good for everyone I think everyone's Changed in very positive ways. And I, uh, yes, I think you look amazing. You're doing great. Well, I have a hard time with compliments, but I would like to say thank you guys for the nice things. Got it. Rich crackers dipped in spaghetti sauce. <laughs> that sounds good as shit. Rich crackers Ritz? dipped in spaghetti sauce. Yeah. But I got like it. which spaghetti sauce? Well, I like white trash. I like ragu or prego personally. Wait, does spaghetti sauce mean red sauce? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I would I would dip my Ritz crackers in ragu because it's sweet and then the cracker's salty and then you get a nice combo of both. Would you ever dip it in like Alfredo? I'm not a big Alfredo. Oh, really? But I would, yeah. It's d- d- beautiful. What's wrong with a cream? Mm. <clears throat> I put cream on anything. Yeah, a little, bolog- yeah. A little bolognese. 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 I like bolognese, too. That's good. I could eat that every day of my life. All right. We got a couple more follow-up voices. Let's hear it, Mom. Hey, Mommy Tina and the Booth Boys. This is Micah from Field, Missouri. I uh, was watching episode 106, and there were some questions regarding the track and field events uh, <laughs> in modern Olympics. Just wanted to put a little uh, truth down on it. Shot put is not stupid. Uh, to start off, that was a ancient competition where that simulated battlefield tactics of keeping oh. invaders out of your own particular space. 
Javelin, same thing. That makes Not sense. Two guys throwing sticks. It's how far you could stab an enemy from far, far away. I like that. Uh, the pole vault was not in the ancient Olympics. That's more of a modern thing. Yeah, it was stupid then. But uh, the rock carry, that is an old Scottish tradition. I know. You could change your border, the border of your lands, by moving a rock the furthest distance. Okay, who is this guy? Why does he know everything? Did this, this, guy ask, fuck it. this nerd he, reads too much. Yeah, he just Googled every one of these things and then... Wants to school me how dumb I am. Yeah, I know. I know that these are all, they all have origins. And I'm sure they were very sensible origins. Back in the medieval period, that's how they delineated land. I got it with the rock shit. But this is now 2022, and there's no utility in men carrying rocks around, and therefore it looks silly. And there's no utility anymore in somebody shot-putting because it's, it's not a weapon. We don't need it. Okay, we have fucking drones that can drop missiles on people. So, yes, at one time there was utility, and now there is not. God! Quit mansplaining! No, it's like... But let's look up somebody's shot-putting again. What, the thing with the shot-put is that it looks goofy as shit. Remember how they have to do two kicky steps back, and then they twist around, and then they do that? It's just silly. And then that... You mean to tell me in combat, a man is going to stop, twirl around with the thing to his neck... By the time this asshole throws that, he's dead. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're dead. By the time someone throws an arrow at you when you're swirling around with your silly little lead ball. Look at these broads. Jesus Christ. These aren't men. They're like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. These, That's a broad. These ladies can sh shoot some put. Fuck. She's a big old bitch. Let's take a look at this. Yeah, technique. I know. I'm watching her. Holy shit. Holy She's got three strips shit. on her fingers. Look at that. Look at the swirl and then the, the dump. There you go. She just claimed Scotland. <clears throat> <laughs> now that's lifting the rock. I mean, you lift the rock and then you carry the rock and then, God. I'm not going to lie. Women's shot put is kind of where it's at. <laughs> if they were naked, I still think everybody must compete nude. Just like in ancient uh, Greek times. Uh, then they used to put. They used to do the Olympics naked because I Gre Greeks like to see the athletic bodies. I would like to see the athletic body. I agree. You're, so, you're so allowed to wear a dick cover so that your genitals don't get harmed, but I would like to see everybody nude. Right, but it's got to be clear. Like, see what do you mean? Like the see through. Oh, I don't, I don't have to see his dick necessarily, but I like to see their bodies. They're athletes, you know. Oh, so just everyone should, like, every dude should be shirtless and every girl should be in a bikini? Is yeah. that, like, that kind of deal? Yeah, it's like the women's volleyball team, the Olympic ones. Remember their bullshit outfits? Google that. That was hilarious. I'm pretty sure they were wearing, like, really, really not a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah, they say they need it for the sport. Yeah, I'm like, oh, no. And this recent one, was it that I'm thinking of? I'm pretty cool with it. There, there was some other thing I was watching, and I'm like, that's, there's no utility. Oh, it was beach volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> like, she has to wear a thong. How is she going to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So wait, why in regular indoor volleyball, you can wear, like, sensible shorts, but in beach volleyball, you must wear a bikini? Uh, it's on it, the beach. Sand, you know? Sand. The sand will get you. Yeah. So you got to, you know, got to keep things tight. got to keep things small. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, guys. I think there's a higher chance of getting sand in your cooch and between your tits and everything if it's not covered properly. And it, it seems like a nightmare. I mean, imagine like you're all fucking sweaty and playing volleyball and then like you go for a dive and then just yeah. like every part that sweat like has, has sand, no on, sand it on it. Yeah. I know. And that's just like every day. <sighs> that's every day for you if you're like an Olympic beach volleyball person. What a horrible Olympic sport. I agree. Like... Beach volleyball, that's your jam. Like, you're always out in the sun. You're always hot as shit. You're always thirsty. But, wow. But it is, like, that's crazy tough. to watch. Like, if you've seen, like, volleyball tournament, it's just, like, they jump and shit. I like, know. It was one of my gigs to, like, cut, like, sports highlights of obscure shit. And I had a degenerate gambler friend. He's like, hey, you watch beach volleyball circuit, <laughs> right? Like, Brazil and Puerto Rico's playing. Who do you bet? I'm like, oh, fucking Brazil. They win everything that I have to cover. <laughs> oh. But, like, I remember it being, like, these are athletes. Yeah. The way that they move. Like, especially in sand. Yeah, right? And you know how hard it is just to walk in sand? Let yeah, alone dude. dive for... I mean, I wonder these bitches are ripped. 
Yeah, Jesus Russia. Christ. Jesus. Is there a male beach volleyball team or just the hot chicks get to play? Uh, there is a male, but I think it's kind of like inversed in, vo- in beach volleyball at least where everyone's kind of more interested in the female beach volleyball. Yeah, it's one of the few rare ones, eh? Yeah, I don't want to watch these goofballs. Because with those physiques, you're like, why don't you swim or do something? Because your body's kind of built to do other things, too. Why the fuck aren't they in Speedos? I know. I want to see it. And why do they got shirts on? I know. And the girls are just wearing bikinis. Yeah, like, look look at the difference here. <laughs> no clue. That's not... That ain't right. <sighs> Makes no sense. I tell you, Christina, we want equality. 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 Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. A few more generations, right? Maybe. Who cares? I'll be dead by the time it all happens anyway. What do I give a shit? All right, let's do a follow-up. All right, last follow-up. Some long-winded fucking guy telling me about the origins of shot put. God. Unreal. Hey, Christina. Hi, buddy. This is Tyler from Virginia. I'm 24 years old. Hi, Tyler. I was just listening to your episode with you and Rob Eiler, Mm -hmm. and you were talking about how Amazon or, like, delivery employees probably have the worst job, and I can tell you for a fact that is true. Especially on days like yesterday when I was listening, where it was 104 degrees mm. out here in Virginia. Absolutely a terrible job when you've got all this fucking weather. Um, so, yeah, uh, you bet I'm coming up in May and uh, touch my swamp ass of the fence. Thanks. Have a good day. Did he say all this fucking leather? Weather. Weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, you know. I sure hope I sure hope you guys get paid well because that that job is a tough gig, a very very tough gig. It's it's you're right, you're always outdoors and you're always trying to. I think for me this the the worst part of it is like you know how awful it is the first time you find an address, you know like the anxiety oh, yeah. you get that first time that you have to go to this particular office or something and you're like oh god I gotta leave now I leave twenty minutes early just to find the fucking building like that's every address. <laughs> Every fucking package, you have to go, okay, it's building this suite 502. Where the fuck is that? Like, the amount of mental energy that must take you, I can't even imagine. And then let alone the physicality of getting in and out of the truck and the heat and then dogs and people being rude to you or whatever. I do. I think that's the hardest gig. I mean, a garbage man, too, seems really, really rough. You're waking up at the crack of dawn. And the smells, but I imagine you get used to the smells and the gross stuff. At least you're probably done at a reasonable hour with your work. But that one seems really, really tough. Any construction job, any outdoors job, my goodness. Yeah, I always tough. I always tip delivery people like the all the time. The biggest option, just because like this fucking sucks for whoever's doing all the time. Even Postmates, you're like, oh my god, you poor thing, just to give me my lazy fat ass. My, my fucking tacos, you define me. Yeah, it's so nice. That's so nice. Service industry. Poor people. My God. All right, let's do all, oh, let's do some Pajitsky effects. You guys know I love those. Let's find out how dumb. Pajitsky effect. How, how dumb I am. <laughs> how dumb other people are. Hi, Mommy. <coughs> Hi, Hi Jane. boys. I'm calling in with a mom hack. So I have a 19-month-old who's obsessed with white rice. He loves it so much. He eats it all the time. And I've just been giving it to him in his plate or in his bowl and just letting him figure it out. But then it ends up on the floor, it ends up in his hair, it ends up on his clothes, and it just sticks to everything and it drives me crazy. Well, I recently figured out that I'm an idiot Mm. and that they have these things called rice ballers. So I got an Amazon, got a rice baller tool. And it's perfect. The perfect size for his little mouth. It mostly makes it all the way to his mouth. Sometimes he crushes it, but for the most part, he does a really good job. It saves me energy of picking it out of the carpet. It's fantastic. Love you, Mommy. Oh, Yeah. A rice ball. Rice ballers. Asian people use this to make little tiny rice you know, balls. That is not what I thought it was going to look like. <laughs> I thought it was going to look like one of those ice cream scoops. So did I. <laughs> But then I remember I've seen this shit before. Yeah, makes them all cute and tiny and shit. Oh, you can make them Aww. in the shape of Hello Kitty. That's pretty neat. They love that. Asians love making things tiny and cute. God bless them. They're always making tiny shit on, on TikTok. 
you know, like um, oh, miniatures. Yeah, like the, the miniature they like love kitchens, it. They, they make like tiny omelets. They love tiny things. Why do Asians love tiny things? They love miniatures of stuff. That's so funny. Uh, whenever I go to like Japantown with my kids, we travel. Yeah, let's see it. The reason behind the cuteness culture. That is true. They appreciate cuteness. Even I was watching a special on a, a dog groomer in Japan, like the most famous um, dog groomer in Japan. And he was saying that the United States has a different ethic of what's cute versus what's cute in Japan. So when he cuts the dogs in Japan, the, the heads tend to be round, cute and fluffy and round. Everything is rounded, rounded. And then in the U.S., it's a totally different uh, look. We like our dogs to look. Uh-oh. There we go. Oh, oh kawaii. <laughs> the science of kawaii. That's what they say. That's how they say it. That's how they say it. Kawaii. Okay, so let's see it. In Japan, kawaii. The It's not kawaii. It's kawaii. Say it right. Uh, you know, it's. I think kawaii. it's the... Language that I grew up with, I don't know, think I could pronounce kawaii. things like that. Kawaii uh, in Japan, kawaii. The kawaii, <laughs> kawaii. The love of cuteness is both <laughs> culture and science, and it's taking over the world. Okay, we'll get to the heart of it. Oh, cute. Okay, go down. The reason these girls are wearing such outfits, those are the word kawaii. Basically, yeah, we know that. Fucking get to the meat. The articles, the first two paragraphs are just set up. Historically, the rise of cuteness goes back to the 1970s with an emergence of a new style of cute, cute writing practiced by teenage girls who began to use mechanical pencils. These produced much finer lines, blob and traditional characters, emojis caught on, hmm. magazines and comics. So, oh, Hello Kitty, Hello Kitty caught on. Oh. Okay. Other cute dolls followed. There's Mario, Nintendo. Yeah. Okay. It's expressed in many ways. Women and men partake of the culture of cuteness. Men shave their go up. <laughs> men shave their legs to mimic a pubescent look, while singers and actors often have longer hair. Studies oh, found Christ. that Japanese women prefer the quote cute look of a childish round face with large eyes that signify innocence. In fact, some women attempt to change the size of their eyes by wearing large contact lenses, large eyelashes, strong eye makeup, and surgically modify their eyelids. This is true. I've heard of this. Well, look, we do it in the West, too, whether or not you know it. Uh, blonde hair mimics what? Youth, right? When little creatures are young, they have fairer hair. We like to have big eyes, too. Big lips. Look at the Kardashians. Same shit. Modifying Right? It's all it's all sexual cues, right? So that, that you want to get fucked. <laughs> hey, Hello Kitty toilet. You want to take a shit on Hello Kitty? <laughs> hey, pissing here. Hey, piss in the cat's face. Pikachu, take a poo, Pikachu. There he is. Take a shit Stupid. in my mouth. Hey. Hey, what are those called? Those ladies, the madams? Uh, Come on, geishas. man. I'm so dead. Yeah, geisha. Smart Chad came up with that. Smart Chad! I bet Chad's been to Japan. I have. Fucking <laughs> nailed it, Gene. I'm big in Japan. <laughs> hey, uh, Tokyo. Hey, you been to Tokyo? Yep. Of course. And I even bet that you read a little bit of kanji. I don't, actually. You no. speak a little. But I do read Murakami, the Japanese novelist. Okay. Okay. See, I don't even know that reference, but okay. And um, so how long were you in Tokyo for? Uh, I was in Tokyo for, I think, three days. The rest of the time I was in Kyoto. I was going to say Kyoto. <laughs> I knew that you would go. I, I was this fucking close to going. And then you went to Kyoto because you like, you're not into the big city life. You wanted to see like the gardens and the, the nature of Kyoto. Is that right? Yeah, I wanted, well, I do like the big city life, but I also like seeing, I don't know. The, like you said, the gardens and the temples. But then I couch surfed on the inner coast in like a small fishing village and kind of like stayed with locals there for the rest of the time. I took a bus out. Like across Japan. I stayed out with locals. For, they taught me their language and I gave them rice bowls. We made brews yeah. for 30 days in a row. <laughs> I taught them English and they taught me how to love. I got paid in fish <laughs> and I paid in fish back. <laughs> I fell in love. What was her name? Her name was Mieko. My first <laughs> Japanese love. Yeah, exactly. And I wanted to marry Mieko. 
but her father forbade our love because I was a white guy, a guaylo. January 17th. <laughs> Today's entry. And that's when you joined the Yakuza, right, Chad? Yeah, I got all these tats. I can't show <laughs> All these koi fish on your back. Exactly. <laughs> and then I got a tattoo of a koi. Oh, remember when that was a big thing, that koi fish? Oh, my God. How embarrassing. Hell yeah, dude. God. So you went to, did you meet, did you meet a girl in Japan? I was actually, that time I was traveling with a girl that I was currently with. Yeah. And she was how much older than you? No, this one was, actually she was younger. Younger. Yeah. Mm, Okay. And what was her story? Uh, Her story, she she... was a student. I met her at my university and Mm. then we traveled together. Travel together, okay. So she was just, she was your student. No, 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 no. Just a student. I was also a student at that time. Oh, oh how romantic! So, how mm-hmm. old were you? This was college times. I was twenty-five. Summer loving <laughs> happened so fast. Wait, no, I was twenty-three. You're twenty-three, mm-hmm. and she's in college, and mm-hmm. you guys were like, "Let's go to Japan." Let's just like travel and see the world together. Let's like see the world together. It's very romantic. It was. Yeah, and especially with a college sweetheart. Now, did you have intentions of taking it further? Um, yes. And what happened? It just kind of all fell apart. What happened? As they do. Gosh. It was very it was a very complicated relationship, I will say that. Meaning she's crazy or I think we were both crazy and not yeah. ready for that. Gotcha. Um, you know, I think we both want, probably had ideas that we would take it further, and then just youth immaturity on like both sides kind of got in the way. Yeah, of that. But that that makes sense. That happens. Mature Chad, huh? Let me tell you something. Chad is mature, and I also feel like he's got these not Bukowski vibes, but like he's got like deep writer guy vibes. You know, like he writes. He's he's a thinker. He's a, he's a thinker and a sitter and a and a yeah. He's got stuff going on. Chad's Chad's seen some shit. I do write. Yeah, I knew it. Yeah, poetry. No, not poetry. Thank God, like, I was gonna have to fire you. I mean, I do write songs, so that's, that's good. Sometimes yeah. poetry. Yes, yeah, you have written poems. Yes, he's uh, very emo. Yeah, in the past, but like you know, every young person tries it out, right? Not in a dove. No, wasn't okay. a poem guy ever. <laughs> I wrote raps. <laughs> <laughs> My money don't jiggle, jiggle. It folds. I will pay you. I will give you $1,000 to perform one of your most embarrassing raps, Nadav. $1,000? On your mom's house. I mean, like, I made a music rap video. Uh, no, I want to see school. you live. I want to see you re-perform. No, yeah. I mean, I could perform that song. <clears throat> it was about my Judaic studies teacher. Mr. Lewis. No, that sounds too, like, other-directed. I want to hear the song where you think you're cool. You're like, my name is Nadav, and I'm here to say oh, I, I love Fruity Pebble or whatever. Yeah. 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 N-A-U-G-H-D-I-E. Brighter than a boat, call me Illuminati. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, like, I would, ra- I would rather hear 10 Chad songs than one rap. Does that count, though? Do I get a 1000 bucks now? No. <sighs> I want a full Got performance. A full performance, like start to finish. God, song. I already feel my face get hot. <laughs> Dude, my face is getting hot. So, <laughs> so embarrassing. So fucking embarrassing. Oh, so embarrassing. No, yeah. I mean, I went through a phase where mm-hmm. I would just uh, write battle raps on my friend's oh, Facebook walls. Stop! I'm gonna throw up from embarrassment. Yeah, it was rough. It was a rough period. <laughs> <laughs> is that where you came up with the name Nadi Nadavi? Yeah, it was my rapping name. It was between that and Unsinkable Titanic. Oh. Man. Oh, yeah. That was super fucking fun back when I was young, dude. God, I just want to delete seventh grade through, like, ninth grade? Sixth, sixth through ninth grade. Could we just delete? Well, I think you're lucky because back then there wasn't a digital record. Like, you didn't have access to that. But, like, every now and then, like, you remember, like, there was a thing called oh Live Journal back when I was in middle school where you would literally just write diary entries for the internet to read. 
I remember, like, I read one of mine. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I was so angsty. <laughs> it's rough. It's really rough. <sighs> yeah, I really, because even as a fully developed um, adult who performs for a living and who has slowly, slowly built a resilience and a resistance to outside criticisms and, uh, I really, like I said, it takes time to develop that thick skin where you really don't care so much what other people think. But I could not imagine being a forming person and then putting something on the internet and then reading those comments as a teenager, as a tween. It's, it has got to be so gutting. Ugh, because you don't know that people aren't, they're just projecting their own stuff onto you. It's not even about you, it's their own shit. You don't, oh God. I'm not gonna let my kids on fucking Instagram or none uh, of it. You have to, because then they're <sighs> gonna be the the weirdo that isn't on there. Yeah, but you know what? They're gonna be cool because they're they're cool and they're hot. My boys are gonna be fucking attractive. <laughs> they're rad. They're so rad already. They'd be like, "What's Instagram? It's fucking lame anyway." Nah, nah. Wait. So if you find out that they made an account, would my you be like, "Hey, you gotta deactivate." It folds. Like, would I you make them know. delete it? I don't know. I'm not gonna go that far, but. I don't know yet. I honestly, I'm going to go, I'm going to see how they are. But listen, as an adult, like I said, as a fully formed adult, sometimes I go on that cesspool of the internet, like Twitter, and you're just like, fuck. If I were young, if I were 20 and reading the stuff people write, wrote to me, to somebody else, I, I would just be shaking in my boots. I'd be so scared, so reduced to nothing. It's just terrible. Well, I'm serious. It's terrible. This shit people oh, say. Yeah. It's soul melting. God, yeah. And it's just this duh, garbage, just garbage. Yeah, sometimes when I when I'm feeling myself too much and I'm feeling too confident, <clears throat> I'll just go I'll just go on my Facebook wall and just <laughs> do a couple big scrolls. So you go all the way down to the beginning, like there it is. There's the stuff that needs to bring me back down to earth. <laughs> it's pretty horrible. And you know, even as a performer, like you're not you haven't made it until you've got haters. You know, if everybody loves you. You're not even a dent in show business. So, you know, it's, uh, oof, boy, oh, boy. It takes a minute to, to get over. <laughs> Thank God. I can't imagine being a Kardashian. I really can't. The amount of hatred and love they get. Whew. Anyway. Anyway. All right. Well, let's do, uh, could we do one Pajitsky effect and then we'll get out of here yeah. and um, have a weekend the weekend for us oh my god i cannot wait to see what this one is oh hey mommy this is riley from missouri um, Hi, riley i feel pretty stupid i got a pajitski <laughs> effect i was just getting ready for bed and i was taking my shirt off and realized that i didn't shower today and i have really bad bo mm -hmm. and so i got into bed sad smelling myself but realized <laughs> hey deodorant can be more than just for the morning when you're getting ready for the day i can put it on Anytime I have BO, even at night, so I don't have to sleep in my bad smell. So that's what I did. Right, thanks, Mommy. Talk to you later, Gene. All right, that was better than I was expecting. <laughs> that is so true. And it is a revelation when you realize you can apply that stuff any time of day. Do you know what you can also do? Hmm. You can change your socks. I come home. Oh, that's a gangster move. Yeah. I come home, I take off everything, 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 and put on a whole new layer of home clothes, my home shmata. And I'm like, I don't have to wear these same socks. I'm not relegated to the socks that I put on in the morning. And like, I have to see my whole day through in these one pair. I don't have to do that. You don't have to just put it on once in the morning. And that's all the deodorant I'm allowed to have. <laughs> but see, but something there... I feel like almost a shower is the move there because then I'd be freaked out like you put on deodorant and then like I don't know if this guy sleeps with a shirt on or a shirt off. But then like you have like deodorant stuff that's on your sheets. Oh, and then you definitely have to like clean that Maybe. before your next sleep. Maybe if he's got white, I have white sheets, so I don't have that problem. What color are you wearing? No, are you I got dark white sheets, sheets too, but it's still oh. like it's like a, t a texture <laughs> thing. Like imagine you're rolling around in bed and all of a sudden you like. Feel a waxy spot? I think because you sleep in the nude. I don't sleep in the nude. So right, it wouldn't but bother I, but me. I feel like a lot of guys sleep shirtless. You guys sleep shirtless? Uh, Sometimes. Most yeah, of I the sleep time. shirtless. Mm. Yeah, so does my husband. That's true. My yeah. husband uses spray deodorant sometimes. Mm. He could do that instead. <laughs> that is a better option. Like yeah. if you're. 
burn. Does he have Axe deodorant spray? No, I, I, you know what he wears? It's so it's so good. He wears that. I what's oh, like the typical brand? It's red. It's white. It's like the Old most spice. But like the Bear Love brand, we my friend Shauna bought it for him as a joke, <laughs> and it smells so good. I was like, babe, what are you wearing? I love this. And he's like, it's like bear flavored. Yeah, Bear Love. It's so good. I'm like, you have to keep buying Bear Love. I'm so into the smell. Oh, that's what I have. Oh, see? Bear Glove. Oh, I thought it was Bear Love. <laughs> it's just for gay guys, big, hairy gay guys who fuck Bear Love. It's Bear Glove. Why would it be called Bear Glove? Gloves don't happen on bears. It's Bear Love. Bear Love does sound like the right move, though. Yeah, did you know it was Bear Glove, Chad? No, I just saw that it was, it was green and had bear something on like, it. I want the one with the bears on it, bears. <laughs> No, what probably happened was my mom probably bought it for me one time, and I just kept buying it just because. Bear glove. Ah, it's a mystery. All right. Oh, my ass hurts. Okay. Well, I'm going to go. I'm going to go do my thing and stuff like that, and uh, we're going to say goodbye. And I love you. I love you. That's what Louise Hay says at the end of her thing uh okay until next time stay cool moms bye where my mom's where my mom's where my mom's at where my mom's wearing thongs hitting bongs at raising kids cleaning shits need a long nap where my mom's where my mom's where my mom's at where my mom's